Hello and welcome to Jerry Anderson, Heroes and Villains. Stay on this channel. This is an emergency. Each episode, we'll choose at random a story from an Anderson show ranging from Fireball XL5 to Terrorhawks. I think this frequency should be put on priority monitoring. We'll then look at the hero and villain of the tale, discuss any behind the scenes, actor information, and I'm sure numerous tallies. Shadow control to all stations. We have a red alert. Repeat, condition is red. And at the end, crucially, we're going to vote for them. Stand by for action. Oh boy. Um, where do we start then? Um, uh, we'll start by me saying I so regret advertising that we would go Fireball XL5 to Terrorhawks. I should have stopped at Space 1999, I think. Yeah, well, it's interesting, because this isn't an ITC production, is it? This is the only one we're doing that isn't ITC. Mm. Um, perhaps we should have made it ITC exclusive. But like I said to you after recording last time, that um, at least it's like when we talk about Who and we reach the end of New Who, you, you reset, you go back to the beginning and everything seems yeah. fresh and new and wonderful, you know, and I think that is the function of Terrorhawks. Um, yeah, we need to yeah, see it's the a reset stuff. Button, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is our alien resurrection. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, there are podcasts <coughs> out there and, 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 you know, they're very positive and they love everything. Yep. And if that's genuine and if that's really what you like, well, God love you, you know. Um, I, but, I, can uh, see, I can see people liking Terrorhawks. I can, I can recognize that watching it with a certain viewpoint, you might get some enjoyment out of it. In the same way that, like, I understand you know, I like Lost in Space and Monkey and that, and I understand that a lot of viewers would go, what the hell are you watching that for? But trying to look at it with a, uh, a sort of the eye of the casual viewer, the person that's watched and grown up with Jerry Anderson stuff, and they've announced the new Jerry Anderson show, which sort of was us, wasn't it, I suppose, yeah, when yeah. this came out. And trying to put my mind back, and I didn't think I needed to put that much effort in, because yeah, I, I I'd forgotten everything about it. I remember, I remember when it came out and being hugely disappointed with it. I remember the merchandise was awful. Um, it was all done by uh, Bandai and Tomy, mm-hmm. wasn't it? It was just rubbish. Those um, little toys, weren't they? Little toys, yeah. I still got a few of the figures upstairs. Um, super expensive, like Japanese dinky style toys, but they broke as soon as you looked at them because for some reason they were like metal and plastic. Um, so yeah, I, I sort of came to this with a okay, let's give it an open mind because some things you you didn't like at the time, you change your mind on. You know, we we've said this before that when when like with Doctor Who, when something's the latest Doctor Who, it carries a burden that five or six years down the road it doesn't carry anymore, mm. and you can watch it in a different light. Yes. Uh, and I thought, yeah, give give this a good go. Bought the Blu-ray. <laughs> Um, don't know why I bothered because it's filmed in Shito Vision. Cool, what um, is it? That's, it's uh, like H- what was it Hudson filmed Vision. on Super Eight? Well, the credits say Hudson Vision or something, don't Hudson they? Hudson Vision, yeah. Is that is that because it's game over? <laughs> um, well, that's a little nod to our last podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought, come to this fresh, give it a go. It's only half an hour. What could what could you know? We we like Stingray. We like Fireball X Five. They're corny. Um, but I wasn't prepared for it. I really wasn't prepared for this. Hmm. 
It's, I, it's strange. I remember knowing this show was coming out because we had SIG magazine, didn't we? Yes, and, and, yeah. And, you know, there was all this uh, exclusive information about this new show. He's he's teamed up with Christopher Burr or yep. Barr to produce this new show. And then I started seeing images and it's like, these these puppets look a bit odd. Yeah. Um, and then it came out and it's a long time ago now. You know, it's over 40 Eight, years. 84, we, was it? 83? Oh, like oh, yeah, pretty much 40 years. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, I, I can remember it hating it because and realizing as I watched it, even though I'm a long term Jerry Anderson fan, this clearly hasn't been made for me. This is no. clearly made for young children. It's a children's show. And I understand that. But watching it, I've got it on DVD. I couldn't I couldn't justify the expense of getting it on Blu-ray. Watching it on DVD from a craftsmanship point of view, from a creative point of view, it is shockingly bad. Yeah. This is, I, I've seen fan films with zero budget that look better than this. I, I was I was unprepared for how bad this looked. I know some things from the 80s, like Doctor Who in the 80s. I don't know what happened to video and film in the 80s. It just seemed to lose it. Um, but I was unprepared for how bad this looked. Every element is horrible, isn't it? Well, um, we we have to say everyone had moved on. Um, yeah. Century 21 had disbanded, you know, Derek Meddings was off with his own company, you know, Ian Schoons, uh, uh, Brian Johnson, they had all gone away, Laurie Johnson had gone away, everyone had yeah. departed, you're left with Jerry Anderson and Christopher Burbar um, having to recruit new talent. New talent, yeah, and that, that can sometimes work, but this is, I think, a, a problem with the, well, I think we mentioned it on our first episode, the 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 sort of public viewpoint that Jerry Anderson makes all of this mm. or made all of this. And he was the name behind it. And we said, it's not really fair. He was thinking, and this is the equivalent of, of like the, 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 the manager of the Beatles then hires the, uh, basically rollers or the Wombles. Yeah. And you're expecting the Beatles again. And it's just, there's no way it can be. But but the other thing you say about SIG, I remember at the time SIG, and again, very parallel stock two in the 80s, because it was a new product, the SIG people had access to the makers. Yeah. Jerry Anson, very, very clever businessman. You invite the fans along. J&T was the same. Invite the fans along. They'll write nice stuff about it. Yeah. And I remember SIG was basically sort of saying, you know, this, this was the pinnacle of... Yeah. Anderson, forget all that Thunderbirds rubbish. This is this is the proper stuff. This is the best ever. The puppets are these these special hand puppets are much better than the rubbish string ones. You can get more articulation, more realism. The model shots, are, and it was just all lies. Because mm. um, again, I suppose you don't want to bite the hand that's feeding you. No, you lose all your exclusives. Yeah, yeah. And Doctor but... Who suffered from this in the eighties, didn't it? Where like all all the official stuff was how great this is and then you watch it and you go am i out of touch mm. like yeah. you said you start to think this isn't written for me it's interesting you said to to you this feels like a children's show what age group would you say this is aimed at four to five year olds i reckon yep i'd go along with that it's six seven tops yeah but 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 right but having said that right 
when our children were little, I wanted them to experience, you know, the shows, yeah. you know, that I grew up with. So we, I, I would occasionally buy some of those retro DVDs of the City Show, stuff yeah. like that, yeah. you, you know, and put it on. And that is aimed at four or five-year-olds, but they're entertaining. Yeah. You know, they are entertaining, and some of them are quite well made, you know. You can't say anything about that, about Terror Hawks. No. No, because it's not well made. It's not. It's not well made. The script is terrible. The humour doesn't work. The effects are pretty awful. The well, models are bland as anything. Shall we start and yeah, get going? Let's, and, let, and, let's, and let's get going, yeah. <laughs> we're going to get very angry during this, I think. Very stupid, Doctor. You should know better than to attack us. But we did not attack Silence! How dare you speak to me like that? You, a mere human being. Human? But aren't you... No, I am not. My people were once the slaves of humans on our planet. We were their robots. But soon our intellect was greater than that of our creators. So we destroyed them. Your android? Yes. We are androids in the mold of our creators. Based on the oldest and wisest. That is why we are so beautiful. Let, let's start with the credits. Yes, the credit sequence. Someone's seen Hitchhiker's Guide, haven't they? The TV show. Boy, have they. A couple of years before this and thought, I can do this. I, I'm, I'm just as good as Kevin David. I can do this. And um, it's, it's it's not, is it? The, the credits are... Well, it starts off... Everything everything about Terrorhawks is, is, let's take something from the past and make it worse. And so like this, it's got the Stingray anything can happen on the next half hour and it's it's um our air quotes hero uh dr tiger Neinstein, who what an ugly puppet every puppet is yeah is hideous it it that that they're hideous sculpts it's not just the fact that they're bad designs yeah. and they're badly puppeteered they're crudely made in the second of the two episodes we're going to talk about today there's a close-up of Neinstein. And I swear I can see the sculpt marks still in his yeah. cheekbones. Yeah, you can see the fingerprints and that in the uh, the clay that they they cast the latex off of. Mm. Um, weirdly, no, normally in things we we like with Doctor Who, we say if you see a still image of something, it looks good, and it's only when it moves. But this these puppets look awful in stills as well. Yeah, uh, and the, all the eyes are slightly boggy. And they, they're just off. Every character is bog-eyed. And the mouths are just yeah. like slits. Yeah. That it, open and it, close. It is terrible. But yeah, you get this thing where he's he's like, stay on this channel. Um, he, in, he interrupts this this stupid game, which I remember was a run-in joke. Oh, it's not a run-in. Because yeah. we have it a couple of times yeah. in two episodes. Oh, it's going to continue, is it? Him trying yeah, to beat this record. Yeah, it carries on and on and on. So he never quite gets to just beat the high score on this... Which at the time, I suppose, probably looked amazing. Futuristic game. Now it looks terrible. Um, weirdly, this I didn't realise this. I don't know whether I fell asleep and missed it. 
uh, but I was looking on Wikipedia. Um, this is set in 2020. Yeah. No, you so see we... on the Mars base it says yeah. 2020. Oh, yes, you're right at the beginning. Yeah, I've got my notes. I must have just blanked that. So this is actually historical now. Yeah. You know? Oh, God. oh dear, oh, dear. Um, these the, these yeah, credits, yeah. right, they yes. end with a riff, a total riff on the Star Wars theme. Yes, oh, 100%. I, in my notes, I've got bad music. goes a bit Star Wars. Yeah, so since when did Jerry Anderson have to copy others? The whole point of the Jerry Anderson shows were they were innovators, they were unique. That's why you followed them, you yeah. know? Yeah, he, he set the trends. He didn't follow them, but this no. is... Everything about this is following trends, and it? it's... Uh, you know, um, because I, I, am I, I'm, I presume I'm right in thinking that um, Starfleet was before this. Yes. Yeah, and it, I got feeling someone saw Starfleet and went, "We could do that." Well, Jerry Anderson knew about Starfleet Did because yeah. the uh, the makers of Starfleet came to the UK to talk to Jerry Anderson. How did you used to do your puppet shows? Because we're going to oh, right. do a puppet show. You know, he was totally aware of Starfleet, definitely. That's weird, isn't it? So, do you think he... Because he was a canny businessman, wasn't he? So, do you think he sort of spoke to him and then, as soon as they were out the door, he picked up his phone and said, uh, uh, Christopher, I've got a brilliant idea. I have a slice of that. I'll tell you what, yeah. give me Starfleet over Terrorhawks. Oh, Hawks. yeah. Starfleet has a, a weird charm about it. And I think the model work's better as well. The model work in this is terrible. Um, but this whole scene... So, we we cut straight in. And it's like... The first five minutes are all. There's no shots of people. I say people, puppets. It's all long shot, external, and voiceover, as if they've cobbled it together from outtakes. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Um, well, you say that, but also the first words we ever hear in this new show is "Planet Mars." Goes yeah. this voice, and I've I've mentioned Sooty Show. This voice, Zelda's voice, is no better than, you know, a wicked witch in yeah. the Sooty show or something like I, that. I honestly thought you was going to say it was the woman that did Sweet, uh, did um, Sue. In no. So, oh, that explains that. Yeah, um, everything is cliched as well. And yeah, Zelda is, ju- is you're literally right, aren't she? She's the wicked witch. Mm. And melting. It's... Um, it's weird. I remember at the time, everyone loved Zelda. Everyone, it's like Zelda really? was in papers. Yeah, it was. She was like the breakout character. Um, I I don't know why. I I honestly don't know why. But yeah, she's um she's decided she's come from somewhere, um, and she wants to attack Earth. So she's going to set up base on Mars because mm. people remember Captain Scarlet. Um, and I got the feeling that's all it is. So she she attacks this Mars base. Um, and like I say, it's all done in voiceover. Yeah. All the exposition is done in voiceover. I'm going to attack the Mars base. Oh, this is Mars base. We're being attacked. And every single male voice sounds like it's the same guy doing it. Mm. I know it's not, but they all sound... I was I was like, who's this meant to be? Is this Einstein? Is this that idiot on the plane? Who? What, who is this? Yeah. yeah. Um it's terrible. So she takes over the Mars base. Yeah, but you haven't yeah. mentioned the... I'm sure some of those models were nice models, but they're oh, shot they were, so yeah. badly, yeah. you can't see anything. Well, normally... So the the, the, the rule is, um, if you're making a large 
or if you're making a, if you're making a uh, uh, a landscape, you make it as big as you can. Mm-hmm. And I'm not entirely sure these aren't large models. They, you know, they don't look that bad. They look like they're, you know, not just a uh, a square foot like Blake Seven used to make mistake. But the other thing is, you shoot them low. Mm. You don't set your camera up on a step ladder, pointing at the table, and set off fireworks and go, "That will do." Because that's what they look like. That's what it looks like. It looks awful. Um, it, it sounds weird to say they're not convincing in a puppet show, but this isn't Derek Meddins, is it? No way. Not at all. Um, we have a couple of brief shots of that base, and the model work, the detail work, looks quite nice. Yeah. But the execution of the explosions, it's as you say, is not good. Yeah. It is, yeah. I, it'd it be is. interesting to see, as we go along, will it get better? Is this like the first few episodes might have been rushed? People learning their trade, but it, yeah, it just it looks terrible. What do you think the uh, the human crew complement of that base is? Who knows? We've got a death yeah. tally here, haven't well, we? Well, we we hear a couple of voices, don't we? Should we say twenty people, something right. like that? Twenty people. I mean, people this on is that the base. problem. We don't know. We never see the base personnel. Well, there's lots we don't know, and there's a lot we don't see because you know the. Um, one of those ships that's got the drop-down side wings is approaching a bigger ship, which is going to be the yeah. thing that we see on the planet. And you're watching it, and, you know, the camera is, is, is showing us, you know, this ship approaching another ship. And suddenly we have a sound effect of a clunk. And it's like, oh, they've docked. Yeah. But in no way do you see a shot of that happening. It's just approaching it, and then they've superimposed a clunk on top of it. Yeah, it's it's terrible. You don't know what's going on. No. Um, and then that big wheel-shaped thing yeah. is down on the planet, but we don't yeah. see it land. It's just there buried in the sand. Yeah, and it annoys me again in this entire show. Every weapon is a flashing LED. A blue LED in this yeah. case. It's rubbish. You know, like in 80s Doctor Who, when every weapon was a sparkler going off. Yep. And this is this is like every weapon. No differentiation between the Android weapons and uh, the Earth weapons. It's just mm. a flashing LED. <coughs> and then we get, which I think is just, it's like, what the hell is going on? We get that awful narration. Yeah. We have it, a voiceover now. Be? Yeah. When is the White House? Uh, when is the house? House, house? house? When is the White House? And this this is so confusing. This went on for ages in magazines. And even watching it this time, I was sort of... Now, is, is this meant to be the White House? No, it's in South America, but it's they so, don't tell a, you that. It's in a remote area of South America, yeah. in which case, why disguise it as a White yep. House? Well, I my my thing to this is, why disguise Terror Hawks at all? Yeah. Why Other is the tree the hawk that, in a tree? Yeah. yeah. The, the fact that people went, Oh, remember Thunderbirds? People used to love that, the launch sequences where it was in a disguised swimming pool. There's no reason for Terrorhawks to be disguised. It's not a secret organization. No. You know, they make one duff thing where Zelda says about, where, where you know, can I come to your base or something? And then he goes, oh, we, we don't let anyone know where our base is in case we're attacked. Which is just, you know, so stupid. But also... The narration says the White House. What do you think of when you hear the White House? I think of the White House in Washington, yeah. D.C. Yeah, it's. A, I don't get this. I don't get it at all. Um, also, I have to say, all the launch sequences are rubbish. Yeah. Well, we haven't um, got to them yeah. yet. We haven't got because... to them yet, but... Oh. 
before we get to them, we see yep. the Battle Hawk briefly. We find out it's a thousand feet below the White yes. House. But then we see two of them. These, you know, deformed freaks that are supposed to be the heroes. Tiger yep. and Hero. Yes. Yeah, and we immediately, they're, they're trying to set up sort of characterizations, aren't they? But weirdly, the characterization they've set up for Tiger Einstein is arsehole racist. He is an arsehole racist. Yeah. Right, we've got a dodgy tally of two yep. immediately. We have the exactly goes yeah. hero and have a good fright, yep. says Tiger. So that's two, two immediately. And we'll get more. Oh, um, yes. It's terrible. And they go, Tiger's going, oh, they're, they're mechanical metamorphs. How does he know? Mm. He's looking at a bit of film of a ship. You know, they're mechanical metamorphs. And the other thing that is introduced that um, within about 10 minutes, you want to just jab a knitting needle into your own ears. This 10 CB talk, 10.30, It's just rubbish. They're trying to do, everyone like yep. FAB, SIG, yep. let's have our own version. Yeah, well, we get we get a, a Mickey take, don't we, later on? I think in episode two where uh, they they talk about, and they, instead of SIG, it's something else. Oh, yeah, I've got it written down. A, a wink, wink. This yeah. is better than Captain Scarlet. More like wank, wank, if wank, you ask wank, me. Wank, yeah. yeah. Uh, next question. The tree hawk launch. That's yeah. terrible. So what it's called a, a tree hawk because it lives, in a, lives in a tree. Yeah. I um I I was always waiting to see shite hawk. <laughs> I want to see where that lived down a toilet. Um, yeah, tree hawk lives in a tree. Uh, I don't know why terror hawk. I don't know. I don't know why it's called that. I don't know because it's terrible. I don't know. Um, but we get the space hawk. Yeah. Right. Now, the Space Hawk, its origins of this model is it's a lovely creation by Phil Ray. Right. Who had built it for himself. I have physically been present next to the original Space Hawk in the Starburst convention in London in 1979. Right. Martin Bauer was in the room and Phil Ray was in the room. This is before they had their falling out. Um and I, I'll put photos on Facebook. Um, Phil Ray was there with a lot of his original design models, which were wonderful. They're like a, a Chris Foss or a Peter Elson painting yeah. come to life. And he had this big, about four foot tall model. And that's the one, when he got the job on Terror Hawks, can you make us some models? He adapted that and turned it into the Space Hulk by putting a caddymatic tea dispenser on the front, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But my point is, is back then... He wasn't expecting it to be seen on camera, and it is jarring when you look at that Space Hulk, uh, sorry, Space Hawk, to see um, the Darth Vader TIE Fighter wings cut yeah. down and stuck on, and especially the disposable razors spread all over yeah. it. Because they had like the stanchions and the, the support. Yes. Yeah, it, it's, I mean, it's a nice model. It's the sort of model you would expect to to sort of see in space 1999 or something like that it's mm -hmm. nicely it's nicely weathered it's nicely done but yeah it's so obvious that it's what it's made out of yeah and and um, that's a crime in model making is yeah. you put on i mean look at star crash yeah where exactly, those guys yeah. those italian they were school kids weren't they they roped yeah. in because they had no money they roped in you know school kids to make these models had seen an article by martin bauer 
about you get a basic shape and you stick kit parts on it. Yeah. That's and that's what they exactly did. what they did. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't disguise them. They didn't no, paint them. They didn't no, no thought yeah. given to aesthetics. They just yeah. bunged all these, including some yeah. sprues with parts still on them. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, that is a crime. You, you, you've got to disguise <laughs> a part, you know. Also, there's no continuity of design, is there? So, like, Spacehawk looks com- like it was completely different to Treehawk, and yep. Treehawk looks completely different to uh, Hawkwing. Um, why has everyone else got a name of something Hawk, but Hawkwing is different? <clears throat> it could have been called Winghawk. Yeah. Right. It's terrible. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. You yeah. say terrible. I think something every time we go back to Terrorhawks that's going to get on my tits big time is this Xeroid called 101. Oh, the comedy gay Xeroid. The Kenny Everett. It's somebody copying Kenny Everett's camp persona. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going on. That's a three. Yeah, it's it's terrible. I remember thinking, yeah, Terrorhawks is rubbish, but at least the Xeroids were really good. And Windsor Davis was in it. It's really good. Uh, and I'm wrong. It, the, the Xeroids were probably a good idea, but they're absolutely hammered home. Um, and when we meet Windsor Davis, um, he's terrible. Mm. It's like he's just reading the lines while he's I, ill in bed or something. I don't think Windsor Davis knew what he was no, letting himself in so. for. They, they wheeled him into a recording studio yeah. and he said his lines. He had no idea like when, what it was going to look like at you all. You know when Cresty the Clown did his audio recordings in Simpsons and he yeah. just wandered in, said the three <laughs> lines, said it wrong, said it again, wandered out and he goes, that's how you do it, like a pro. I imagine that was Windsor Davis. Yeah. Got a bit of beer money out of it. Now, but my yeah my uh, my notes here, I've put and I can't remember what he did that made me think it's like hero is like a Benny Hill character. Oh, you know he, when, he is when the Benny Hill used to do the Chinese Japanese, guy. Yeah. yeah, stupid idiot. Yeah, um, I'm on my way. Earthlings goes Zelda. Yeah. Now we've already seen this ship take off from Mars, which is like this like flying saucer with triangles around yeah. the edges. But the ship we see coming towards Earth isn't that ship it's a completely no. different one now i suppose you could explain it away in that they can reconfigure matter somehow well the, yeah this is their gimmick isn't it that like the mysterons could uh, you know they had retro metabolism we learn that zelda can manipulate and control all matter uh, it's like, what does that mean? Why aren't you just one? Why don't you just manipulate um, Einstein's heart? Give him an aneurysm. Yeah. Uh, it's chunky. <laughs> yeah. Next two things I've written. Mary is a man, right? Because we meet Mary now. Yeah. And take that wig off, and that's a bloke. Yeah, it, yeah it's probably the same puppet. It's, it's shocking. And then I've put, Kate and Hawkeye launch a la Stingray, shocking. And it is. Yeah, I, it's it, like everyone likes Stingray launching. We're going to have a Stingray-style launch. Yeah, well, this, this is a, exactly it. It's people remember Stingray and Thunderbirds launching. Let's do that. But it's terrible that the the swirling plug hole looks like it's. We were saying about you build things as big as you can. It looks like it's done in a teacup. It's rubbish. Um, I hate these characters as well. Um, because you've got uh, Kate Kestrel, who oh. they tried to get. A, a record yeah. career out of 
Um, <laughs> subsequently, I don't think they were particular hits that whoever this person was did. Um, and she's, I presume, someone like Tina Turner, because she's sort of the Tina Turner character, isn't she? She's got the big hair and she's a singer. She doesn't then, look like a pilot, yeah. does she? No, no, you don't. You don't immediately think competent, uh, you know, sort of battle pilot. And then you've got this other guy. Um, what's his name? Hawkeye. The, Hawkeye. Who's this? Like, it sounds like the guy who's playing Tiger Ninestein, and they've said. Uh, do a comedy western drawl. Uh, he's, I don't know what his character is. Does he ever get a character later on? I didn't remember him at all. I don't what is his function? I don't know. Because he, he's up in that bomb bit, and then every time they say, well, we're going to attack, he, he has to come down. Yeah. What's he do? No. I presume at some point they must separate or something. I don't know. It's just... It's rubbish. Um, also, I... We're going back uh, to the last scene where where the hero's up in Space Hawk and he deploys the uh, the Xeroids yeah. to be uh, observation. Um, that's the one thing I think is quite clever with this is that the Xeroids are built into everything, which mm. is what you would do, wouldn't you? You would. Yeah. You don't need a humanoid thing that can have a seat and that. But why are they making weird noises like uh, Sweep from Sooty and Sweep? No, I don't know. They're making sort of comedy noises all the time. Um, Mm. And then, for some reason, Hero's glasses move by themselves. Yeah, I don't get that. In a comedy way. I don't know what was happening there. We get another dodgy bit where, um, you know, 101 says exactly, and uh, Hero goes, Egrakri again. Egrakri, yeah. So that's a four Do you think this this isn't going to carry on, is it? This has got to be like a pilot where they go, that didn't work. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, those Xeroids are shitted out of the back Battlehawk into yeah. Thailand. And as they land, they all go, ouch. That's yeah. a comedy gold, isn't it? Yeah, there's a, you rapidly come to the realisation that the the Xeroids are c- a comic relief. Oh, the, to be fair, everyone in this is comic relief. Um, yeah, it... I, I, I almost think I hate the Xeroids now. And I used to thought, oh, they were all right. You've They're said rubbish. before that's the best yeah. bit Yeah, of yeah, the I've show. often said it. It's like, at least you've got the Xeroids. And then, I mean, perhaps they get better. Perhaps, there must have been some reason I liked them. I mean, as a young kid. Hmm. I don't know. It's very strange. It was a very, very confusing watching this these yeah. two episodes. What confuses me is this little fighter ship thing that's you know, stuck yeah. on top of the battle hawk. Looks like a bird. For some reason, it's got little legs like a bird. Yeah. Is that, um, what's it called? I can't remember. Yeah. But, but, Sparrow I mean, Hawk. Is, <laughs> is this tying into the whole hawk yeah. thing of their name? I think so. And it's really loose, isn't it? Because it's like, when, to, when they went Thunderbirds, they didn't go, well, they all got to look like birds. Hmm. But I think someone's gone Terror Hawks, Thunder, Terror, uh, Hawk, Bird. Oh, yeah, that'll work. Terror Hawks. Yeah, why is it shaped like a bird? Why has it got spindly legs? That's not a good design. No. Um, the Xeroids have found the energy source, but it's yep. under a tree. Yes. So, oh, Zero there, he uses his macro vision. Yeah. And sees an alien spaceship under a, under a spider. Under a gigantic spider, he says. But yeah. he knows he's watching yeah. 
via macro vision so he yeah. must know that's not a gigantic spider it's a regular spider that looks big yeah it's a terrible spider model as well uh, no, yeah that's not it's uh, pathetic that's not good but yeah this this ship um and a tiger goes something like oh that that fits with my theory it's what theory are you lying git just what um, I expected yeah. goes Einstein. Yeah, he's doing an Avon, isn't he? Yeah, he really is, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the shippers can change size, and that's why they couldn't find it. Yeah. I mean, presumably they must do everything by just line of sight. I can't see it. It's therefore not there. Wouldn't they have some sort of sensors or mm-hmm. anything? I don't know. And we also <laughs> we start to get introduced, which will become a running theme, that, that <clears throat> Einstein hates... Sergeant Major Zero for some reason. Mm-hmm. Or he might just hate uh, androids and robots in general. I don't know. It's not very clear. But yeah, it's just terrible. Yeah. We've got this battle next where the Hawkwind yeah. flies in. I don't I don't understand what happens. So this Hawkeye is in the yeah. top bit. He then goes down into the bottom bit. Does the top bit then fly off by itself and that's a bomb? I, I honestly don't know. I think that becomes a bomb. Right. But I, isn't that a bad design? Because you're literally throwing away half your ship every time. Yeah, because in episode two, it's back. So they must yeah. have more of them. And, and again, perhaps we're missing some model shots that weren't finished or something. Perhaps yeah. a bomb. Because I know on the toy one, you it fired a missile out of that big engine looking bit. Maybe that's what it does, but yeah. they just don't show it. It's so confusing. Yeah. So... It blows up, but the ship reappears, and Einstein is put back into his chair on the Battlehawk. And here we go. For the first time, we see our adversary today, Sylvia Anderson. Because I am absolutely sure Zelda, this oh, is a dig. Oh, do you think this is a dig by Joey? Look at that nose. Look at that chin. Then look at I've a never... photo of Sylvia, Sylvia Anderson from the 70s and 80s. It's Sylvia's hair, isn't it? Yeah, well, she I've wore wigs that, yeah. just like that as well. It's incredible. If that's true, that is a bloody nasty thing to do. It is horrible, isn't it? But then it's starting to come out that Jerry Anson wasn't a particularly nice person. That is a mean, yeah. nasty, horrible thing. If that's true. It, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's different. You, you know, I don't think we'll ever, unless we find a, you know, a, a diary from Jerry Anson going, ha, 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 ha. This will teach my wife to divorce me. Um, yeah, you're. Yeah, you're not wrong. It yeah. does look. It would be interesting if that was the case. I think. I mean, like you say, it's very, very unprofessional. Yeah, yeah. They make a huge mistake next, which is you know the puppets are bad enough. Yeah. But then you get to see Einstein and Zelda full length. Yes. And that ain't good. Yeah. Well, these these puppets are weirdly out of scale. I mean, Thunderbird's puppets had large heads and are almost a conical body, but these are weird. They're not they're not good-looking puppets. Their legs body are tiny. Either. Yeah. That that long shot of Einstein sat there in a chair. Yeah. He looks like old Moloch from uh, Blake 7 with his little legs. He does, yeah, with his tiny little legs. Yeah, it's it's not impressive, is it? And her voice yeah. is bad enough, but the movements they are now yeah. getting this puppet to do to convey, you know, character, it's shocking. This is no more than a Punch and Judy performance. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's not a lot you can do 
with hand-operated puppets like that because of the movement. The, the trouble is, on a on a human being, the jaw moves. Your head, mm. does, unless you're Canadian, your head doesn't move up and down. Um, but with a puppet, you're moving the top part of the head, and that's how you open the thing. Your thumb generally stays still. Um, and you either embrace that, like the Muppets, and you go, these are definitely puppets, but you can't make it look real. And yet, her movements are just awful. <laughs> Not good at all. Maybe if you're four, yeah, you're, I, you're enjoying you know I mean? this. Yeah. But 14, 24, 34, yeah. 44, no way. Yeah, mm. I know. I know. I never finished watching Terror Hawks. I think was there two seasons or two something. Two seasons. Yeah. I don't think I ever watched the second season. Um, I remember watching out of loyalty, but no, yeah, it, I wish I could go back and speak to myself, <laughs> give myself a slap. <laughs> so what were you? What were you thinking of? I I don't know. I might have watched the first two. I yeah. I know I gave up very it's, very soon. It's it's already coasting on the good name of Jerry and Jerry Anderson, isn't it? Yeah, and that's all it's doing. We're we're only halfway through episode one, yeah. as well. Yeah, that's, and it's it. painful. It is painful to it watch. It's very painful. Yeah, yeah. So Zelda says she's not human, right? Yeah, I'm not human. Her people were slaves for humans on her planet. So in 2020, we've got humans living on other planets. Then have we? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I don't know whether she's using human in that very loose science fiction way of aliens can be human too. Oh, I see. But it does. It does sound like. But that, if if they are genuine humans, are you humans from Earth? How come Tiger and that doesn't know about androids of this? Yeah, because she also know. says these androids outgrew their creators. So yeah. some time has passed. For that all to happen. And this is yeah. 2020. Yeah, so I think it must have been alien humans, if such a thing Bipeds. is even possible. Yeah. yeah. Humanoid. Oh, okay. Um, but again, this is someone's gone, I've seen Battlestar Galactica. This will do. Yeah. Because it's exactly the same backstory as the Cylons. Yeah, yeah. And of course, we haven't said, but these first two episodes are written by Jerry Anderson. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, and in this info dump, we also find out that Neinstein is one of nine clones. Yes. You kill me, yeah. there's another eight. So he's Tiger Neinstein. So is there somewhere, you know, like a Puma Onestein, a Lion Twostein? I don't know. Because, yeah, they, evidently um, he's, Tiger's a nickname because cats have nine lives. But why isn't oh. he called Tiddles Neinstein? I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, It's, it's terrible, isn't it? It's like, yeah, he should be called Jinxie. Yeah. Yeah, Jinxie Einstein. <laughs> Mr. Yeah, Mr. Tiggles. I have never known. I, I just yeah. thought it was some. He was going to be a bit of a ladies' man, and that's why he's called a tiger. He's a ladies' puppet. Oh, um, dear. So yeah, first story ends with this dilemma: Does yep. Hero open fire? Yes, um, Hero. Hero can destroy the base, destroy the ship, but it will kill Einstein. Who cares? He's a clone. They've got eight others. Does that mean is nine the maximum, or have they only got nine? Because at some point they're going to get to the last one, aren't they? Does his consciousness yeah. move into another body? I don't body? Because, because unless this is some obscure meaning of the word clone that we were previously unaware of, um, a clone is someone that's you're you're grown from the cells taken from the original. Yeah. So. 
how would you know? How would the the new clone tiger know what the old one had done for like the he last year? He'd be or starting so. afresh. Yeah, just like the first one did. And that could, you know what? That could have been bloody interesting way to go. So every time Tiger dies and a new one turns up, completely different personality. Yeah. Sometimes he's nice. Sometimes he's horrible. Sometimes he's funny. Sometimes he's shy. Sometimes he's a bit of a Lothario. That would have been great. No, didn't didn't do that. Nah. And again, all it does is take away any threat. Like I say, so the minute you find out he's a clone and can be replaced at a moment's notice, go, who cares then? Yeah. Okay, um, second story. Yes, um, episode two. Yeah, the ship is indeed blown up, and for yep. some reason, Tiger goes back to his chair. Well, this makes no sense, because Tiger, he, he have, they blow up the ship, and Tiger, like, uh, beams in back to his chair, and he goes, a hero goes, you are there. And uh, he goes, um, yeah, as I thought, uh, hmm. if the ship is destroyed, that means Zelda can't hold on to me, so I would return to a uh, Terrorhawk. Yeah. What? Surely, yeah. wouldn't wouldn't a, a more common thing to say if the ship's destroyed? I'm on the ship. I would be destroyed. Yeah. And it's Tiger going. Yeah, I knew that would happen. I knew that would happen. Yeah. It's bloody annoying. Um, again, makes no sense. Zero and the other Zeroids. Uh, Berry, Zeroid thirteen. Complete yes. with play in the last post. Why yeah. would you bury a robot ball? I have no idea. Again, comic relief, isn't it? Um, or they're trying to say these things are more human than you imagine. But yeah, they, they have this comedy funeral sequence. Um, and I imagine it, it could be as simply as um, Winter Davis. Oh, he played a sergeant major. What what's, what do the military do in funerals? Oh, they play last post. Right. Yeah. That's mm. not good. Uh, dodgy rating five is next, where we've got champagne at the White House party. Oh, yes, yeah. Well, I mean, we'd also, at the funeral, we meet 35, and he has got the worst, I'm a New Yorker. All right, we'll put that on. So that's six. All right, that's six. Yeah, we have champagne at the party. Only they they are at the party. We never see the president. We never see the army or anything. It's just this lot. They've got a party, yeah, just for that lot. Um, And yeah, you said. What are they celebrating? Opening of champagne, I suppose. We've yeah. met we've met an alien life form, blew it up. Hey. Yeah, and yeah, you said earlier we have a riff on SIG. It's CIG. CIG, that was it. Champagne yeah. is go, or champagne oh. is gone with a yep. hiccup. Or, says also, zero. can I can I add to the uh, dodgy thing? So uh, the two women come in, and Tiger keeps referring to them as girls. Yeah, they're not right. twelve. All right, seven that is. Mm. We are at seven. Okay. Oh, uh, then we get the Zeroids can get drunk. Yes, because he hiccups. Yeah, he, Sergeant Major Zero is drunk. Yeah, on duty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he should be shot for that and then have a little comedy funeral. Yeah. Hero, who's doing a John Tracy and he's still up in yes. space. Yeah. Not invited Does to the party. Does he do anything? No. Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? Racist. Yeah, no, if it was truly racist, he would be down there serving them, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, he's talking to them, but it seems Zelda can hear every transmission yes. because she butts yeah. in and she's in that, you know, starfish ship yeah. and she's on her way back and she's coming in peace. And but she is... says, she says, um, uh, if I'm ever destroyed, I just return back to Mars. So again, so you've not only got a hero that can't die, you've now got a villain that can't die. Yeah. 
where there's no stakes in this show no, whatsoever. No, 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 no. Um, at that point, we I don't know what they're called yet because I don't know anything about the show, but we have the, the evil version of the Xeroids, the cubes. Yes. I can't remember what they're called. I think Are they cuboids? Cuboids could be. You know? Gimboids. Yeah. Um, don't they look cheap? They look horrible. Yeah. I tell you the what. The Xeroids look really good. They look like they're proper models. and that. These yeah. just look like they're vac form cases. They do, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, I do like, I'd forgotten about these. I do like these Megazoid tanks. Now, they're all Yeah, right. I, I've actually, I've got in my notes, I really like Battle Tank. Yeah. I think that's a great design. Yeah. And I like yeah. the fact, are they Xeroids operating them? Because they look yes. like them. Well, they are, but they're called Megazoids because they're... Uh, armoured. And I like this. This makes perfect sense. I remember I had a little like matchbox toy of Battle Tank. I don't know where, whether it came with the big ship or whatever. I wouldn't mind a model kit of, of yeah. that. You could probably um, scratch build that with a tank chassis. But yeah, yeah I, that's, that was the one thing I went, ooh, that's good. I like that. And it makes sense that there's no people in it. It's just the Xeroids. Yeah. I don't not keen on the name Megazoid. Wasn't there like a robot dinosaur toy called Megazoid or something? Was there? You know, like when Transformers came out. Right. I think I'm so. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. But no, they're cool. They're cool. So, yeah, yeah her ship lands, um, glows orange, and she yeah. makes a road and says, look look at the benefits yeah. I can give to humanity by this. making a, a road. road. It's like, yeah, she goes, uh, I've got a gift for you. And, yeah, the ship glows, and they're going, oh, my God, we're going to have to destroy it. She's going to destroy it. And then, boop, a really lumpy cardboard road appears. Um, and I thought, if someone's in Close Encounters, because it's that same shot, isn't it, of yeah. the long road in the hill in the background, but it's her ship. And, yeah, she's like, guys, imagine if, if we were friends, what I could do for you, because I control all matter. Because <laughs> well, I can you, make roads. You can make roads slightly quicker than the council can. Well done. Yeah. That's a weird thing to do, isn't it, in a kid's show? Oh, and and what does Tiger do? He goes, all right, let's go for a drive on it. Yeah, that's what you would do. I'm suspicious of this alien Zelda creature. She's given us a road. I'm going to drive on it. I had completely forgotten about Hudson. Hudson, which is Fab One knockoff. <laughs> yeah, everyone liked Fab One. Channel. Let's yeah. have Fab One. It's a hideous model. It looks like a vac-formed... You remember the... Tamiya Razor Controls you'd get those clear bodies for. Yes. And you had to paint the inside. It looks like that. It's utter shit. Um, but then, obviously, someone's in uh, Knight Rider, so this Hudson's got to have a personality and its obsequious um, British butler personality, which Ninesign loves. Then he goes, this is what robots should be like. He's obnoxious, isn't he? He's, he's not a likable person, no. he's, uh, he's our hero. I don't like the way, and it, again, it goes on to the tally. Um, Mary says to him, electronics by hero, and he replies with, exactly. Exactly, yeah. Oh, uh, why has Hudson got the same face that one of the alien cubes has got? It's exactly the same, isn't yeah. it? I, couldn't, uh, I had to rewind. It's like, what? Am I missing something? No, never mentioned. Yeah. And they get stopped by the cubes who create a force field around it. Um, and... I, like, I like the way you say force field. You actually mean four bits of old scratched acrylic. Yes, and it's it terrible. is scratched, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And Zelda's cackling, you're in your tomb. This yeah. is the best way that you can think of killing. Yeah, so, so you've travelled to, to the Earth, built a road by pretending <laughs> to be their friend, 
Because she didn't know that he had a car. No. And then sent these cubes in place to create a force field so that he will suffocate in his car. What if the car's got an air supply? Yep. Um, The other thing that really annoys me is um, Tiger in the car. He says um, uh, something like, wish we had brought phasers. Phasers are Star Trek thing. It's not a laser. Phaser is a made-up copyrighted word. Yeah. It's Star Trek. It's just, oh, don't. And I don't know whether it's like a, is it a sly nod to that? Or is it literally the writers haven't got a clue that Phaser isn't a laser? I think it's the latter out of those. Uh, Zero to the rescue, um, who rolls along, increasing his mass as he goes. Don't know how that works. Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm, I'm, yeah, this is astonishing because everyone's surprised that Zelda can minimise her ship. But Zero's doing sort of the same thing, but just with mass, isn't he? Yeah. He can increase his mass. And Hero goes, um, he can increase his mass until he's got the same weight as a black hole. <laughs> well, how do they know? And wouldn't that destroy the planet? And that whole section of the galaxy yeah. as well. I, I also like, he increases his weight to, the, so he weighs the same as a black hole. Has anyone weighed a black hole? Don't know. But then when he's rolling down the hill, he gets knocked off of the route by bushes and branches. Yeah. That's a lot of mass, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh God. dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. And yet, in a very rubbish way, he knocks yep. it down. Yep. And at first, I, he hit it, and I thought, Oh, okay, there's going to be another plot point because that hasn't worked. No, it worked. Evidently, hitting a, hitting a shield hard enough with a ball causes it to turn off and explode. Oh, dear. Oh, God, it's rubbish, isn't it? <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Oh, it's just embarrassing. Next, we have uh, Hudson blushes by turning yeah. pink when he's paid a compliment. Yes. He goes, I'm my natural colour. Chameleon. And I thought, oh, is this was was this karma chameleon? Was that massive at this point? It well, was about this time, yeah. yeah. I like the way Mary says, "Oh, red, white, and blue." Um, yeah. You know, very, very telling, uh, very, very um, you know, appropriate. But he he doesn't turn red, white, and blue. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he turns blue at all, does he? No. No. Um, also, she sat on the inside. How would she know? Yeah. Um, and then back on Mars, Zelda is talking yeah. to all these shapes in boxes and picks on. Yeah. SRAM, ruler yes. of the planet Felony. Who is hiding behind a piece of textured shower uh, yes. <laughs> curtain stuff. No, that's suspended uh, animation. Cubicle. Oh, is that what? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he looks crap. Yep. He looks like he's got toothpick teeth. Um, I remember him. I remember he was like on looking and that. He was some sort of like cover star. Wow, he was meant I... to be the alien creature. Um. I, I, I couldn't believe what I just watched, to be fair. Like I say, it was painful. It was painful. It was confusing, painful. And we do joke about some of the stuff we watch. But this really was eye-openingly bad. I think maybe, you know, the next time we return to Terrorhawks, we should choose an episode much further into the yeah, production yeah, see to if see if things settle yeah. down Cause it and might they drop be, things. Yeah. Because realistically, we've watched two episodes, but it is one pilot, isn't it? Yep. And it could be that pilots are rough. They don't necessarily reflect the series as it goes on. Um, so, yeah, pra- I think that's a, a, a good idea. Perhaps we'll pick something towards the end of season one 
Yeah. Um, and just see, has it improved? Has the writing improved? Have they got to grips with it? Has the model work improved? Has the racism gone away? Yeah, has the racism gone away? Has the terrible jokes gone away? Is Tiger Einstein actually likable now? Well, mm. that that won't be for a while. No, um, it won't. Okay. I almost went, thank goodness. <laughs> All right, so for Terrorhawks for the very first time, its dodgy tally uh, was seven. It got a seven, seven in which is better than I thought, but they are like the racism is just weird. Yeah, I know the past is a different country, but blimey. Well, that puts Terrorhawks second from the top in dodginess. Wow, o- only Alec Freeman and UFO has beaten Terrorhawks in dodginess. That that is quite shocking, really. When so when you consider this is like eighties, yeah, could be considered a preschool show. Yeah, has the second highest dodgy rating so far. Yeah, UFO was at least aimed at an adult audience, so you could you know, you sort of understood some of the the stuff in it. Um, but yeah, this is this is aimed at a, a young audience. Yeah, but it's death tally we assume is around about 20 yeah. that puts it second from bottom yeah i've got a feeling we're not going to see many on-screen deaths in terror hooks hmm. i think they'll be off-screen like the mars base you will never see it or you it it'll be oh this person's regenerated or because i got a feeling you know violence was a big thing wasn't it yeah yeah on the eight is tv was suffering from and they wanted to get rid of it um, so I got a feeling we won't see many people actually die. I can totally predict we're not going to see any blood, not yeah, like no. Captain Scarlet. No, no, there's no realism here at all. No, that's a good way of summing the show up. Yeah. Um, so Zelda is our yes. character, as of... I like to think of her, Shirley from EastEnders. <laughs> She's got a bit of that as well. She has, yeah. uh, played by Denise Breyer. Okay. Who? Who? Well, she also voices Mary. Yeah. In the show. And again, that. that so, so are we? Are we uncharitably going to say that they only hired one lady, and just said you do you do all the female? No, voices? because she doesn't play Kate Kestrel. Oh, that's true. You yes. know. Yeah. So here we go. Right, we've got we've got a tally coming up, but before that, other things outside of the ITC tally and the yep. Anderson tally that we normally do. Uh, her other appearances, she played, get this, in Hector's house. Oh. Kiki more the Frog. Puppets. She was Kiki the Frog. She's Kiki oh the Frog. Oh, my God. Yeah. She was much more believable as that. Yeah. I used to love Hector's house. Naughty Hector! <laughs> that was a good show. Kiki, yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Kiki was a bit scary, though, wasn't she? Yeah. Again, that is a show yeah. for pre-school yeah. children that you can watch now and enjoy because it's well made. I can't imagine Hector making fun of the uh, Japanese next-door neighbour or something, no. can you? Let's do Hector's house in character. Hector's house in character, that would be good. <laughs> and, and again, do you remember, was it, what was the show, there was a character called Humphrey Cushion. Do you remember that? Was that? Humphrey Cushion? Yeah, that was around Hector's house time. Hey, listeners, if you remember Humphrey Cushion. I don't know who you're talking about. It was a puppy. I'm going to have to look it up now. It just went straight into my head. Hum- it, um, it's not something from Pipkins, is it? It's Cushion. certainly not Bagpuss. Humphrey's- Hickory House. Oh, Hickory, Hickory House. House. Oh, good. 
God. Google search now, Humphrey Cushion. All right, I'm going to oh do that. Oh, my giddy aunt. That is a scary puppet. All right, I'm, I'm doing that right now. I'll, I'll just say, you know, that uh, Hector's House yes. right, um, is a puppet show not unlike Terrorhawks in the way the puppets are puppeteered. Yeah. And yeah. yet it's totally, you know, more engaging and enjoyable. Well, I think the difference is none of the puppets <gasps> here have got any charm. Do you remember? Fucking hell. Oh, sorry. And it's scary. My language. I had completely forgotten Humphrey God, Cushion. God, Humphrey Cushion. Oh, my God. Hickory House. See, I must have been getting that middled up with Hector's house in my <gasps> brain. But, yeah, Humphrey Cushion. I remember what him. The, that's like something from a David Lynch show. <laughs> it is. It is. Oh, God. That's freakish. If In the, in the new uh, Denny Villeneuve Dune 2, <laughs> uh, he's going to be the spice navigator, I think. Yeah, floating yeah in the having tank. him in a tank. Yeah. yeah. Blimey. I take back Humphrey everything Cush. I say about Hartley Hare. Yeah. Oh, Humphrey, God, we, Humphrey the, Cushion's the seven, far more disturbing. Yeah, the 70s was a, was a disturbing time for kids' TV. How did we make it through it? We should we should do the top ten scary puppets. Yeah, appearing on Patreon very soon. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. All hey, right. Back to uh, Zelda. Yeah. At least going back to someone that isn't scary. Phew. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Back to D- D- Denise Breyer. Yes. As well as Kiki the Frog, she also was the voice of two others. And after listening to Zelda today, I can hear it both times. Right. In we mentioned it earlier, Starfleet. Oh, she did the voices for the of Makara. You know the the, the oh yeah the the male female one with the yeah. eye patch. That's her. Wow. I need to watch some Starfleet. I haven't got any, but I remember loving that. And and there I was can a totally... Wookiee in it, wasn't there? Oh what? Wasn't there like a Wookiee? Creature it was a thing? total Star Wars ripoff. Yeah, yeah, you had a big hairy creature. It. I I I recommend you and the listener go and get the um. DVD box set because it's yeah. terrific fun, Starfleet. Um, Starfleet. Starfleet. We'll have to do that on Patreon. We'll have to yeah, start doing Starfleet good. episodes. Um, and the other thing that I, I remember the voice, and now I know that it's Zelda. Yep, that's totally her. In Labyrinth, near the end, Sarah meets the junk lady. Oh, I don't know. I, I, do you know what? I've never seen Labyrinth. Right oh, you've before. never seen Labyrinth? No. Ah. I, I get to. I get to David Bowie's bulge, and that's oh, that as far as a, I can get. That's yeah. a magnificent bulge. Um, yeah, no, she plays this. Uh, um, it, she's sort of like a, a a very short, very ugly woman with this huge, like, uh, backpack full of rubbish, oh, and right. she's trying to like tempt Sarah to stay in this fantasy world and not go back to reality. But the voice, that yeah, that's Zelda. Totally. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, um, Denise did nothing for ITC. Oh, wow. I'm really surprised because she's obviously known for doing voiceover work. Yeah, but no. But um, she did a ton of Anderson stuff. And I think yeah. she might be our number one at oh, the wow. moment. But, of course, we haven't done Shane Rimmer yet. Um, which is, uh, what has she got? 130. <laughs> wow. 130. 39 times in Terrorhawks. Yep. 39 times, I guess that's what you bought, 39 episodes. 39 times of Four Feather Falls. Oh, right. Never seen. No, nor have I. And 52 times in The Adventures of Twizzle. Again, never seen. We no, should, nor have I. We should have included that. I, I don't, does it even exist? I don't know. Well, it probably doesn't exist, does it? No, I don't. I've never seen it on no. DVD, available on DVD. So, yeah, I think she's our champ. Wow. 
at the moment. Sure, yeah, until we do Shane Rimmer, because he was in pretty much every Anderson show, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was point. a mainstay, as yeah. they say. Okay, right, Zelda then. Yep. Design of Zelda. If you look at a photo of Zelda, what do you rate out of 10? I um I don't know why she's in a wedding dress. Is that ever explained? Does she like ever wear anything else? Thing? I wonder... I wonder what I'd like. I'm interested now in her backstory as to why was she designed this way? Because I, well, she says she's beautiful, yeah. doesn't she? In yeah. the first episode. So perhaps again, perhaps my human-centric ideas of beauty. Yeah, you're being so racist. She might be the pleasure model yeah. for that planet. She might be the Caroline Monroe of that. Yeah, planet. she might be. Yeah, I, I I I hope that Caroline Monroe doesn't hear that. <laughs> I think I think the chances of that is quite yeah. slim. Um, um, I, I think she's. I think the design's all right. I, um, I like to say I remember her being huge. Like they would always in in comedy shows and panel shows and that. Whenever they mentioned Margaret Thatcher, they'd always show a picture of Zelda and stuff oh, like that. I, I think she was sort of the breakout crossover character. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, the design is weird, though. It's very. Over exaggerated, isn't it? The wrinkles. She's a caricature. Yes, yeah. I, and I, it's hard to say because all the others look ugly. But I don't know if she meant to be ugly. I do. I quite like that she thinks she's beautiful. Why not? Everyone's beautiful in their own way. Mm. You know, except Nigel Farage. He's a cunt. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I want to see her take the uh, Voigt Kampf test. Well, you come across a turtle in the desert. What do you do? I kill it. Yeah. Okay, you're a robot. Um, yeah, I quite like her design. Um, trouble is, it's like, how do you score this compared to other, uh, you know, uh, Anderson shows? Cause well, it's so weird. I said it's before this. recording, yeah. we're going to have a caveat here that we yeah. could, can, as we see more yeah. and learn more Change about it. about. Uh, Zelda, that yep. we yeah she's just, uh, open to change. She is. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna probably be slightly more generous than I should be purely because out of these two episodes, she was the only thing I didn't actively hate. I thought I thought okay, this is terrible. This is cliched, but she seems to be putting a bit of effort in. Whereas like the guy doing the the male voices. Yeah, but this is the, just the design at the moment. Yeah, no, no. I'm, yeah, the design. I suppose we voice design as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I'm gonna go a seven. I might be being too generous. Seven. Yeah. <gasps> Blimey, I gave her a three. Wow. I don't think she's that bad. She's just. She's, you know she's just yeah, a seven, cliche. I, yeah. Witch. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop it down because I thought that was too generous. To be honest, I'm gonna drop it down to a five and a half. Which I think is more reasonable. I was being swayed. I was trying to find something good out of this whole sorry mess. So that's 4.25. Someone should buy her some Nivea, though. (laughs) She's not the lowest at 4.25 in design. The lowest is the Subterranean Chief from Fireball XL5. Oh, God, yeah. So so she's better than a load of old plasticine slapped haphazard onto yeah, a, yeah, uh, yeah, a fiberglass head. Yeah, on a basic head. skull, yeah. yes. Fair enough. That's and good. then how effective is this voice? How effective is the mannerisms, the movements? I This is where it sort of falls down for me because the voice becomes 
grating very rapidly. The movements are bad, and she's not at all scary. I think she's more sympathetic than uh, the heroes are. Mm. Uh, so I, I don't think she's very effective at all. I'm going to go down to a three. I'm at your three on design for a three. effectiveness. I gave her a zero. Really? Wow. She's a terrible. Major zero. Yeah, absolutely terrible. So that's a one and a half. I don't think I hate her as much as you do. But yeah, but that might change. Yeah, that may well change. Yeah, she might get worse. I th- I vaguely remember she had a son and a daughter, and I vaguely remember liking the son. I can't. I don't know what you're I talking about. Can't remember about. in the show that it turns out she's got cybernetic son and daughter. How can androids have sons and daughters? I don't know. Isn't that the whole point of Blade Runner twenty forty nine? Ah, yeah. There you go. Good point. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a final tally of 2.9 she gets. I think so, she should be happy with that. Unsurprisingly, yeah, she is the lowest really? rated character we've had so far. But I'm sure we're going to have lower than that. Oh, I, I think that as soon as we do some of the villains, I've been looking at, because I, obviously I always bring up images on Google and some of the villains. It's like this weird starry-eyed baby thing. What the hell is that? Um, yeah, yeah, but as this show progresses, it's going to be interesting. Is it all going to be, you know, uh, Terror Hawks at the bottom of the pile? Are there going to be other Could well shows, be, yeah. yeah. You know? And how high will a Terra Hawks character actually ascend to? Yeah, who's going to be the best character? In ter- I, I worry that there's not actually any characters in this. Well, not from what we've seen no, in two it, stories. it's just cliches. Mm. Um, weirdly, well, you used to be able to, evidently, I don't remember this, you used to be able to buy uh, a latex uh, Zelda mask, official. Oh, no, that came with a um, a box set. Didn't it come with a box Did set it? and you could get a Zelda mask in a Terror Hawks box set. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Am I right? You are, yeah. I just clicked on the image. Yeah, it came came in a box set. Because mm. I saw it on Halloween a shelf mask. gathering Ooh. dust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you surprised me there. Yeah. Um oh god, the figures were ugly as well. The Bandai, that was it, Bandai figures. And they're all they're all built like wrestlers. They're massively chunky. Yeah, I remember them. And I remember the little die cast yeah. toys. Yeah. Weirdly, though, um, I seem to. Uh, whenever I go on eBay and look at Jerry Anson kits and toys and that, I think they go for quite a bit of money now. Do they? Yeah. I don't know who's buying them. I don't know. Perhaps Not... we miss. I mean, uh, any of the listeners, do you like this? Yeah. Do you like yeah. it? What are we missing? Yeah. Other than. Sorry you know, if we've upset you, but this yeah, is our yeah, opinions. No, you know, just because we have a different opinion to somebody else's doesn't mean that. They're wrong or we're wrong. This is just our personal opin- opinion, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Oh my God! Do you want to see a night? Now. Do you want to see a nightmare image? Go Let on. Me send it to you. I won't tell you. Let me get my. Phone. Um. You know. You know. People age badly. You sometimes see um, pictures of movie stars, and you haven't seen them in a while. And they is this age. Humphrey Cushion? No, no, no. This is Zelda. Now. Ian sent a photo. <laughs> What the hell? That's so, the Zelda puppet. That what? That's the latex has just yeah, latex gone. The, the whatever that stuffing is has gone. It's like she's fallen into a bowl of noodles and drowned yeah. in it. Oh, good god! Wow. 
That's upsetting. That. That's that scarier upsetting. than her appearance in the show. She looks now like a Cthulhu monster yes, or something. Yes, yeah, you're right, yeah. Ooh, I'll put that wow. on Facebook, all right? Latex um, doesn't age well, does it? No, no. <laughs> Um, I'm, I, I know the answer to this, I think. Uh, where, where does the opening credits figure on your list? This is another thing that disappointed me, because I remember really liking these opening credits and really? loving the theme tune. Yeah, I had it on record at one point. Oh, when my I was, God. This, is, this is in the 80s, you know, not, not when I became a fan of anything. Um, little me went down to Woolies and bought the record. Um, but I really didn't didn't like it this time the, the the like i say the 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 credits are like someone's seen hitchhiker's guy especially when zelda's built up that's pure hitchhikers um but not done very well and the music's really bad um yeah i what's my what's my bottom one fireball xl5 oh it's worse than fireball yeah goes to the bottom okay and that is your that's the last time i'm going to ask you that so from from bottom to top, your openings yeah. are Terrorhawks, Fireball XL5, Stingray, Captain Scarlet, Joe 90, UFO, Thunderbirds, Space 1999. Okay, can I make one exchange now because we're not coming back to this? Can I swap Joe 90 and Captain Scarlet round? Yep, of course I think I prefer Captain Scarlet over Joe 90. I think it was a bit... A bit awed by Joe 90 when it didn't deserve it. So, but I think that's not a bad order. What's your order? Uh, I never wrote it down, but oh, okay. Terror Hawks I would be at the bottom. Would, oh, I was going to say, I thought Terror Hawks would be at the top. <laughs> who, wants the, who wants the creeping menace of a, a man stalking up an alleyway and then machine gunning your hero? When you can have when this. you could have... Dun, what was it with the 80s and synthesizers? Was it just because it was new? Yeah, everyone loved Gary Newman, so let's have some of that. I take it this neither of these are in your top 10 Anderson stories. Should we do a bottom? Let's do a bottom three as well. Bottom three, all right. Let's start a bottom three. These both go into it, one and two. One and two. In which order? Um... What's the worst out of the, the two? The worst is two. All right. Because one, you could go there setting up two. I was waiting for something to happen. It's like, what the hell? All yeah. Right. I think episode two of Expect the Unexpected is the worst thing I've seen this go round. Okay. All right. But it's going to be quite a while before we come yes. back to Terror Hawks because now we reset, don't we? We do, yes. Yeah. And uh, I... I I'm sorry, I've, as I say, said before, I've had a bit of a busy week. I've, I've forgotten to tell you, um, it's going to be your choice, Ian. Is it my choice? I'll poo, because I haven't gone and researched it. Yeah, but you've got two yeah. weeks. You've got oh, okay. two weeks to come up with it, you know? Well, I've got to let you know, because you've got to watch it. Right? So it's yeah, Fireball, I, isn't it? A fireball fireball like, XL5, so. your choice. Okay. All right. Good stuff. I'll, uh, I'll get onto that straight away, and I'll let you know. You've got two weeks to watch a 20-minute show. so Yeah, I think I can manage that. I think you can manage it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And just let me know. It's not a problem. I've got the box set, so, you know. Brilliant. All righty. Well, that's it then. Our very first uh, look at Terrorhawks is done. Excellent. It's over. <laughs> we, I don't know. I, I don't think we were dreading this. I, I was quite interested in this one to see if it had held up. Um, and it hadn't. Even to our low expectations from the 80s, it hadn't held up. 
No, I, 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 I've had the uh, box set for about two weeks now, but I deliberately have not watched any of it. I wanted to wait until the very last yeah. minute to watch it because it is the first time I've watched it for 40 years. And yeah, I can totally see why I didn't give it much time back then. Yeah, I can't. Because how old were you have been in? Uh, early twenties. Yeah, so the, you're not going to be wanting to sit home and watch no, this, are you? No, not at all. You know, no. There's girls about. There, like there are indeed. Yes, or there were. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, thank you, Ian. Thank you, nice listener. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yep. And see you back at uh, um, yeah in the world of Fireball XL5. Yeah. Let's we're go back. Returning to, to black and white. Hey, yeah. a comfy place. All right. Okay. <laughs> nice one. See you then. Right. Bye-bye. Bye.